The Bible Study Podcast, Episode 87. This is the third in a series in the book of 2 Timothy. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Today we dive back into the book of 2 Timothy. We last left in 2 Timothy chapter 2, so we'll continue in 2 Timothy 3. But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with them. This doesn't sound like the kind of people you're probably going to want to be around. And I don't just mean because they're not good people. I mean, these are the kind of people who you're really not going to want to be around. If we look at this kind of attributes, this kind of fruit that's mentioned here, in contrast to the fruit of the Spirit, which Paul mentions elsewhere. So first of all, they'll be lovers of themselves. So he's saying, in the terrible times of the last days, people will be selfish. They'll be self-centered. It doesn't mean that we should despise ourselves, but basically these are people who are going to be all about self, and not about you, and not about God. Lovers of money. That's something that we understand well in our society. Possibly we see it more, possibly we see it less as we go through a terrible financial crisis. But it's clear that part of our society is rooted in a love of money and a materialism. Boastful, proud. These are self-made men. And I mean that not in a good way, but in a way that is talking about pride. These are not people who are relying on God, but on their own abilities and their own accomplishments. And so they are full of themselves. They're not just self-centered, but they're painful to be around. They're boastful and proud here. And because of that, they're abusive. They don't see the value in others because their eyes are so focused on them. And because they don't see the value in others, they are impatient. They don't treat people right. They don't see why they need to be, they don't see why they need to be kind to others. They're disobedient to their parents in violation to the Ten Commandments, honor your father and your mother. Ungrateful. Despite the fact that they may have many things, they're not satisfied. They're not grateful for what they've been given. They're probably constantly seeking more. Unholy. What does it mean to be unholy? Holy means set apart for God's use. So unholy is that which is unusable by God or unused by God. That which is not set apart for God's use. Without love. That might be a way of summarizing quite a lot of these. Basically, the people that Paul describes are so centered on themselves, so unfocused on God, so ungrateful for what God has done, that they don't find love for others. They're bitter. They're unforgiving. Why should you forgive somebody if you're the center of the universe and someone does you wrong? Forgiveness comes out of an understanding of where we stand. Forgiveness comes out of an understanding that we are not the center of the universe that God calls us to be forgiving, 
that others are imperfect as we are imperfect. It comes from humility and a graciousness. Slanderous. If you don't care about anybody else, then you don't care what you say about anybody else. Without self-control. Why should I control myself if I am my own God, if I am the center of my universe? Why should I control my angers, my appetites, my anything? Brutal. Not lovers of the good. Treacherous. These aren't people you're going to want to be around. These are people that are out for their own good, and they will brutally deal with those who get in their way, and they will turn on you. Rash. Again, why control yourself? Why control your impetuousness if you are the center of the universe? Conceited, because after all, you are the center of the universe. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. This picture that Paul describes here of these terrible times in the last days, I think is a small picture of what hell is like. A small picture of what it's like when you take God out of the picture, when everything is centered on, everyone is focused on themselves. You get this world that grinds against itself in these ways that Paul describes here. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And Paul urges us, not to be around people like this. Have nothing to do with them. They are the kind who worm their way into homes and gain control over weak-willed women who are loaded down with sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires, always learning but never able to acknowledge the truth. Just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so also these men opposed the truth, men of depraved minds who, as far as the faith is concerned, are rejected. But they will not get very far because, as in the case of those men, their folly will be clear to everyone. It becomes clear that Paul is concerned about these people, not because they exist somewhere in the world, but because they exist close to the faith. They exist sometimes in the church, is really what he's saying. That's the reference here to the people who were with Moses, who opposed him. It wasn't a problem that there were people who opposed Moses, Certainly the Canaanites did, certainly the Egyptians did, but the problem is when they're in your midst. And so I think that probably Paul isn't describing non-Christians or people who claim to be non-Christians. Remember, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. This is not talking about those sinners out there. This is talking about people in here who claim to be gods, but live for themselves. This is a warning for the church. And then Paul goes on to charge Timothy, You, however, know all my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecutions, sufferings. What kind of things happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, the persecutions I endured, Yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil men and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, 
continue on what you have learned and become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned it and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in christ jesus all scripture is god breathed and useful for teaching rebuking correcting and training in righteousness so that the man of god may be thoroughly equipped for every good work so paul says in contrast to these other people he said you've seen me you've seen the way that i behave You've heard my teachings, you've seen my way of life, how Paul didn't come and take anything from anybody. Paul came and earned his own way so that people wouldn't think he was in it for the wrong motives. You understand my purpose, he's saying. You understand why I would go through all these things that I've gone through out of love for the church, out of love for the people who need to hear the gospel message. You've seen his faith, faith that has brought him through shipwrecks and stonings, and beatings, and imprisonment. Patience, patience with the church as he tries to teach people love. The love that he has shown for the people who are called to be this church. His endurance through all of these things. His persecutions and his suffering. He says, you've seen all these things. You know all these things. And he's saying, God has been faithful in all of these things for me. So in contrast to these evil men and imposters, remember imposters, he's not talking about people outside the church, who go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. He says, you, Timothy, what you learned of, what you studied in the scriptures, that you grew up with, you follow what the scriptures say. Because they are able to make you wise. You spend time in the word. Now, of course, at this point, they wouldn't have the New Testament yet. So he's talking about Old Testament. We extend that to include the New Testament also. That all scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching. There's all sorts of debate in terms of how accurate is the scripture. How when someone wrote the scripture... Some Christians believe that it is inspired by God. Others believe that it's almost as if God moved the hand of the writer miraculously. I tend more towards the first than the second there. But I agree with Paul here. What he's saying is the scriptures are reliable. The scriptures are worth putting our trust in. They're useful. They're God-breathed. They're God-inspired. There is God in here, in these words, even the words here that Paul wrote. We can see glimpses of God through these authors and these scribes who wrote down these words. It's useful for teaching, for us to learn things, for rebuking and correcting. Because we, like the people that he described above, fall into mistakes and need correction. We need to come back to the truths that the scripture presents to us. And they're useful for training, for learning and practicing a faith and a life that is faithful to God and what he wants us. And through all that, Timothy may be someone who is thoroughly equipped by God for every good work. And my prayer for you today is that you also and that I also will be 
trained by God through this Bible study podcast, through the studying of the scripture, through our time with God, to be more like Paul and less like these other people who are self-centered, who are deceitful, who are imposters. With that, we'll bring this episode of the Bible Study Podcast to a close. If you have any questions, feel free to send them to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or leave a comment on thebiblestudypodcast.com. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Hey everybody, I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. We're hosts of the Kainos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. To learn more and subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com.